It's Craig. He's here. Oh, hi, Craig. Hi. How are you doing? Good to hear it. Yeah. Hello. Hello. How's it going? It's going pretty good. I'm eating a free sandwich right now. Well, almost free. Free sandwich. Yeah. Welcome back to the Fireside Conversations podcast. Welcome. Today we have me, the the one and only me, and the mm-hmm. one and only him, aka yep. Bryson and Will. Yay. Yay. No Daniel today, but that's okay. We shall move on. Will, how's your week? It's uh, it's very good. Pretty good. Love and love and love. I can't understand you when your mouth's full, Will. Oh, no, no, no. It's kind that of was your fault. Uh, speaking with your mouth full is kind of rude. In we some can't country. have dead space. No dead space allowed. No. Sorry to do that. Mm. A, yeah, he's enjoying All a right. nice Sammy from, from yeah. Jersey Mike's right now. Yep. Yeah, I want it. Courtesy of a, a gift, gift card. Yeah. I want it. They did a Kahoot at work and I won. Kahoot. I beat the managers. Woo. That's they weren't funny, actually. That is pretty funny. They weren't eligible to win anyway, but still the fact that I beat them. <laughs> I'm just but really. Were they trying? To they win. were. They were trying. But I was good at guessing. It was only it was ten questions. I got eight of them. And I got the first seven right all in a row, so you get like bonus points for like a streak. So I I got it. I wasn't the top the whole time though. It was like right at the end. I kind of snuck in. Oh. I got it. I I took it away. Nice. Yeah. And his prize was a gift card to Jersey Mike's. Yep, ten whole dollars. $10. It's not even the sandwich, but you know. <laughs> I'll take it. What can you do? Yeah, it was good. I got the giant sub because I like to get the turkey and provolone, and so there's not, you know, there's not a lot on it, so. I get a very simple sub. It's turkey, provolone, mayo, and lettuce. And that's I it. usually get one of the club sandwiches, the Cuban club or something like that. Mm-hmm. It just depends. I don't really go to Jersey Mike's all that often, but they are good. They taste fresh all the time. Yeah. No, they are good. They're expensive. Yeah. But it's kind of worth it. Yeah. I thought it was funny when Subway just came in out of nowhere. It's like, no, freshly sliced meats. <laughs> it's like, what were you like, doing? Hold before? on. Why you... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, but anyway. Number 15. Burger <laughs> King foot lettuce. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> Mm. How is my week going? Oh, thanks for asking, Will. Uh, my mouth is going, full. I'm sorry. It's, it's going pretty good. Yeah. Um, Did you get uh, any sandwiches this week? Uh, this week, no, no sandwiches. Uh, not a single sandwich in the whole week. Uh, I mean, Jesse made me a sandwich for lunch, but like there I didn't get any any fancy food for for work yet. Um. Uh. I got close a couple times, but nothing. oh yeah, yeah. We were doing right. some work for the kitchen crew, mm-hmm. uh, so we thought maybe we might get some free lunch. But I think because my coworker had packed lunch, he didn't want to ask for free lunch. Well, just so, ask anyway. 
Yeah. Um, I think we did get ice cream uh, from the cafeteria one time this week just because we were, you know, in the area. So we just went and got some ice cream and left. I like how you say, I think we got some ice cream. Well, I think I couldn't remember if it was Monday of this week or Friday of last week is the problem. I got you. I think it was technically Friday of last week, but it's okay. But we may have, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, are we supposed to? It's a gray area, you know? Uh,. But yeah, so far it's been a pretty alright week. Nothing's well, I don't want to say nothing bad's happened. Something bad has oh. happened. A couple oh, no. bad things have happened. But uh nothing I should really talk about on the podcast. Maybe after okay. the podcast. Okay. Um, I will get to the gist of one thing though. Yeah. Essentially a coworker borrowed one of my tools and messed it up. And then ah. another coworker borrowed another one of my tools and messed it up. But yeah. it's okay, because they're both reimbursing me for those tools. Yeah, that's nice. Without me yeah. having to ask. They were just like, don't worry, we'll replace your tools. I was like, thanks. Mm. So that's nice. Um, but yeah, a couple funny things happened this week. Yeah. Um, well, I guess it was really only one thing that was pretty funny. Uh, so, to er, I think it was Tuesday... IT or somebody sent out these emails to everybody that mm-hmm. were like fake emails to see if people would click on the links and you know We've see if they were susceptible to phishing. Yeah, uh, mine was for uh, it said data breach, Chick Fil A, whatever. Click to click to secure your account thing, and mm-hmm. I was like, well, I know this is fake because I don't even have a Chick Fil A app and. If I did, I wouldn't use it with my work email. So I was like, all right, delete that. Well, my coworker clicked on his link, and then it came up to a website that says uh, testforfishing.net or something. I don't know. But anyway, uh, then he sent an email out to IT. He's like, I think I just clicked on a phishing link. <laughs> anyway, uh, he got an email this morning. Uh-oh. Uh, telling him he needs to go to a class now <laughs> for fishing. Uh, it was him and uh and like ten other people that clicked the links, and it's funny because one of them is like one of the big bosses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> like, good. Uh, it was it was pretty funny. So anyway, oh, they wow. all got to go to go to go do a class on fishing network fishing or whatever they call it these days catfishing yeah catfish yeah one of one of the guys at work they have to go back to a uh, forklift driving class that's oh, right no. as they were they were taking like a frame out one of the back doors and then like it slipped off the forks right when uh i won't name names but like the manager for the other building started walking by and was like oh shoot <laughs> So they were looking at it, did like a report and whatever, and so they got to renew their license. Oh, wow. I kind of want to know who's driving the forklift now, I'll but I'll wait after the podcast to hear that I'll story. Um, but yeah. I used to I used to forklift a lot today. Oh, yeah? I've been moving a bunch of stuff in the back. I need to show you a picture, because it, it is a lot nicer back there now. So I cleared out 
one of the the little work areas that's going to be like our sub assembly area. Mm-hmm. So like half of it is like where the the parts will go has like a little staging spot, and then the other half is where they'll actually build. And so a lot of the stuff it'll be in parts, smaller assemblies in the back, so the floor is open for just like final assembly, and so we can kind of churn stuff out out there. Interesting. Yeah. I could see a kind of an, an additional bottleneck situation there, yeah. but eh. yeah, we'll see. I hope has the uh, has the bulk packer made its return yet? <laughs> no. Part of what I was doing was gathering up a bunch of the parts that we're going to throw away. Nice, so, getting them all in a big pile. They're ready to go. Will the savior of the back room? Yeah. It. The funny thing is, every time that I would like, I would clear out a spot immediately. Like a minute later, it would someone would drop off like a cart or something in there, like it's something like, from stock uh, or something like that. Come on! It's like literally one minute. I walk away and I come back and there's already stuff in there. So I've yeah. had to like, I've had to rope off sections and put signs on stuff. So it's like. Keep clear, you know, say what this thing is for. But yeah, it's, it's looking nice. I'll, I'll have to show you a picture of it. Like yeah, Spencer's be cool. been making some signs for where stuff goes. It's going to look good. Nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, what else is going on with me? Uh, last weekend... Had some fam- family come up and visit. Had a good time okay. with them. Uh, and then, not this weekend coming up, but next weekend, we got a little uh, gender reveal party going on. So that'll oh, be yeah. fun. Friends there and family with that. So hopefully, I'll get to see some family. That'll be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Looking forward to that. And I think the... Friday or Thursday before. I think next week, today, next week, a week from today, next week, today. Anyway, <laughs> sometime yeah. sometime next week, I think Thursday next week, um, Chessie goes in for her anatomy scan. Oh. And that's where they're going to kind of take a look at the baby, make sure everything looks okay, make sure they have... Ten fingers, ten toes, yeah. hopefully split amongst their two feet and hands. Yeah. And not have seven toes on one foot and three fingers on the other foot and three toes on one hand and twelve toes on the other. But uh anyway, so they'll it's be like you uh it's like you get a little silhouette like back in the day and it's like, Who's that Pokemon? Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> Um, no, today's technology, they actually do like a 3D scan. Oh, wow. And, and like they can just like, and it shows you every detail on the baby. Like you huh. can see, you can see like, you know, their joints, their fingies, their toes. It's huh. like as if they're like a little animation, a little claymation right there in front of you and stuff like that. So, huh. yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, 
I think my mom and her mom are going to that, so that'll be cool because I don't think they had that technology when my mom had me, so she'll get to Oh, see that stuff. I'm sure they didn't, yeah. Actually, my grandma came to visit, and we Oh, yeah. have like a little machine that you can listen to the baby's heartbeat with, Oh, yeah. and uh, she was like, you know, we were showing her the machine and listening to the baby's heartbeat, she was like, wow, because when she had my dad and my aunt, there wasn't that kind of technology that you could just have in your house where you could listen to your baby's heartbeat, so she was like, just... Uh, having a fun time with that. She thought it was pretty cool and stuff like that. So you can find it's pretty. out what you can find out what food they like. Their Yeah. heart. Ooh. Yeah. You play some music and they're like, Ooh. Ooh, they start dancing. Oh yeah. I think Chessie texted me today and she was saying, um, they said that the baby starts covering their ears when things are too loud for them. Oh wow. Uh, when they're uh, this week, and she was saying something like, uh, where is it at? She said, the baby can use their hands to cover their ears if things are too loud. And I was like, wow. She's like, I'm picturing them covering their ears every time I sing. <laughs> I was like, or when I talk. oh no. So that's pretty cool. No, this whole thing has been super cool because we have this little app that, Yeah. you know, uh, here, I'll show you. Baby stats. Yeah, well, kind of, yeah. So it's called Really Baby is the Pokemon. Center. Uh-oh. Called Baby Center. And You can find their, their special attack, their defense, <laughs> you can put in... and their stamina. You can Oh. put in here Yeah. how many weeks. It's kind of blurry on the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But How uh, many you weeks put they in are. how many weeks they are. It'll tell you the baby size. Right now they're about the size of a banana. And Okay. it'll say, you click on these little icons. So this will tell you, you know, some information about what's going on with your baby this week. And Yeah. then you can click on your body, which isn't my body. But, you know, it'll be like what's going on with Chessie's body this week. What's changing? Yeah. So, like, uh, she might have itchy skin, restless sleep, hair and nail changes, and lower back pain, stuff like that. Uh, she might start seeing those symptoms this week. Uh, for the baby, uh, the baby is now hiccuping, and uh, the baby can taste. And it tells, like, if you, as little... little plus marks around the picture here so if you click uh saying like the baby may suck their thumb now or uh it'll be like saying things like the if it's a girl their uterus is being formed and then like it's saying like the baby is kicking up a storm and you could probably feel it uh, we have not been able to feel it yet but Um, stuff like that. It's pretty interesting. It tells you, like, all the, like, stuff that's forming when it's taking shape. And it's crazy because at week, uh, I think week...
8, it kind of looks like this weird dinosaur. Or week 9, it looks like this weird, like, dinosaur. With a tail. With a tail. And then at week 10, it starts looking like a baby already. Yeah. I'm and then by we're week. Little, we're little Pokemons. By week 12, it's fingers and toes already. All the joints and everything are there. Mm-hmm. It's like, bruh. And like during that time, like week 12 is whenever their fingers come in. Mm-hmm. Or. No, week 11, I think. Oh, week 10. Week 10 is when they get all their fingers and toes. Uh, they're the size of a kumquat, and they are, like, just barely an inch, mm. and they weigh just barely an ounce. Mm. And then if you go all the way up to week 20, we're at, uh, 10 inches long, oh. so almost a whole foot already. And weighs 11.68 ounces. There you go. Generally speaking. Yeah. Could be more, could be less. Yeah. But, you know, it gives you, like, these little things to look forward to. So, hmm. it's pretty interesting. You learn what special moves they'll have. Yeah, you learn You learn what's super effective against what, what type. Yeah. Uh, all baby kinds baby carrots. Baby carrots, they're super, super effective. Squash, oh, it's it's special special weakness. Yeah, so it's pretty exciting, pretty cool stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I'm gonna have pretty a baby excited. squirtle. Squirtle. Pretty excited for little baby grats is what we're calling it at the moment. Yeah. Until. Uh, the gender revealed. Then we will be calling it by its name. I know we're all we're all we're waiting for you to slip up. <laughs> we're it's like never no, gonna happen. You do it. Let's sometimes, do it. sometimes I fake slipping up on the opposite gender ah. oh. just to get people going. Uh-huh. Pretty funny. Or I'll go. Well, now you've off. said that though. Or I'll be like, you know, I'll bounce back and forth between the genders during a conversation. Like this one time, uh, I was talking to Chessie's mom and showing her the app. It's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. You can see, you know, his fingers, her toes, his forehead, her little feetsies. It <laughs> just kept going back and forth. Like, ah. And she was like, which one is it? And I was like, well, it's 2024. They could choose when they're born what they want to be <laughs> Ah, it's crazy though, because some people they wait until like they're born to know what they're having. Yeah, and I was like, that's kind of crazy. I'm too indecisive with names to figure that one out. Yeah, I know. So. It, I can understand wanting the surprise, but at the same time, man, it's gonna be a pain getting the clothes. I mean, I guess just get stuff that would work for either. But Ooh. well, that's what my boss was telling me. Cause uh, I talk to my boss about the baby all the time. She loves babies. She's like a, she's a grandma, so mm-hmm. she loves babies. And she's like, yeah, we didn't ever find out what we were having with all my kids. So what we did was we just our color was green. <laughs> they picked yeah, a like color green. and they stuck with it for whatever the gender was gonna be. So true. 
I was like, that's one way to do it. Hey, have have a little girl that loves dinosaurs. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what I was telling Chessie. I was like, if we end up having a daughter, that's going to be a really manly woman right there. <laughs> and I was like, if we have a boy, it's going to be a really manly man right there. Oh, yeah. I've been messing with my coworker because uh, he just had a baby back in June. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess it's back in May is what it when he was born. But anyway, um, I mess with him all the time. I'm like, "Is your baby started walking yet?" And he's like, "Nah." And I'm like, "Well, my kid's gonna come out the womb, start walking, so it's gonna somersaulting right out of there." Yeah, I was like, he's gonna be doing deadlifts and squats <laughs> week oh, one. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, okay. beefcake. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Hey, I was pretty stocky whenever I was in middle school and high school. People always said me and Justice were the brick walls. <laughs> I remember we made the mistake of playing football with you that one time. Yeah, that was uh, that almost ended badly. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to play football without going full. <laughs> uh, I think I remember fun. one time Justice grabbed both you and David and just held you all. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. It was years ago, man. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. It was good times, though. I miss oh, yeah. those days. I often reflect back on times with uh with the friends and everything. Uh, back when we Sometimes, had the big... The, the the whole friend group together. Back yeah, I think about that all the time, dude. Yeah, I'm like, man, this is times. sad. Well, life life gets a life. little sad. Yeah, that's that's life. I mean, you go through, and it's nice to see all the new stuff, and you know, yeah. go get into these new stages. But mm-hmm. it sure does make it hard thinking about all the stuff that you used to do, and all your friends that you used to hang out with, and yeah. Uh, Chessie was going through pictures on her phone from the wedding, and even though that wasn't even that long ago, it still seems like forever ago. And yeah, I don't. I mean, I used to work with you every single day. Oh I'd yeah. See you and all that stuff, and oh yeah. yeah, it's just sad times. Sad times. Yeah. Well, I mean, bittersweet. Bittersweet. Yeah, that's probably the better better way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I know. That's that's the thing with life. Different seasons. Constant state of change. Yep. Because if it never did change, you know, something would be wrong. It never changes. If it never changed, you wouldn't go through trials. And if you wouldn't go through trials, how would we learn to rely on God? Yep, true. Which is the perfect segue. Oh, he did a thing. Into the Bible, where we're going to learn about God. Oh, there you go. Uh, You're getting a little too down. We didn't want to. We didn't want to kill the mood. You know. No, 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 no. The, it was all part of the plan to segue oh. into a verse. I had everybody thinking, "Oh, he's all sad and depressed, and oh, uh, it's going to be away. a slow episode no. this week." No, I tricked you. Ah. It was all for a segue into the Bible. Oh, now let's see uh, if I can derail the segue. No, no derailing. <laughs> Today, we are going back to the book of Matthew. Uh, okay. We were trying to think of different things to read right before we started recording, so we decided to go Literally through. Literally right before. 
we decided to go through and read some of the parables here in Matthew. Uh, yeah. Specifically, specific, specifically, uh, Matthew chapter 13. Um, we are yeah. reading the parable of the wheat and weeds. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Jesus spoke many parables. And what are the purpose of parables? To make things easier to understand or sometimes harder to understand. Yeah. Put things into perspective. Propagate thinking. Make, Make you use your own brain to try to understand the the message mm-hmm. would we remember it as much if he didn't give us these weird stories we have to try to figure out if he Probably just told not. us straight up what to do i feel like we wouldn't even like consider it <laughs> it's yeah. just like oh yeah okay that's way too easy and because yeah. we think it's way too easy or straightforward we would you know let it slip by yeah. Whereas we have something that's constantly occupying occupying our brain into thinking of what did Jesus mean, we'll be thinking about it, and in our everyday we'll implement it and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like how he is with us in life, where he doesn't just give us stuff instantly, or he doesn't just like tell us instantly what to do, but he makes us learn by going through stuff and give us by the opportunity. Learning. To develop what we asked for. So, yeah. I got distracted. I was playing with a little clothespin that I found on my desk. Nice. Oh. I'm about to derail my original plan. Oh. I forgot. Oh, it's a Lego. It's Lego. It's a little Lego car my grandma got me. There you Uh, go. She Electric went to Chicago, car. apparently. Yeah. There's a Lego store there. Yep. And she was like, I went to this Lego store, and I just couldn't leave without buying something. But obviously, I don't play with Lego. So I thought, who would want Lego? And all I could think about was my sweet little grandson. Aww. So then she got me this Lego. And it's a little electric car. It's got uh-huh. batteries in the back. Fake batteries. Yeah. For those listening, yeah. it's just like little Legos. Uh, and it's got like a little solar charging station, and it's oh, got a little guy in there, and it's just a cool little little race car with an oh. adjustable spoiler. There you go. Pretty simple kit. I think it was like ninety six pieces or something. Yeah, yeah. The like Lego it. City. Yeah, a little the, Lego City race and, car. But they're fun. So, it's fun to what, do something simple every now and again. Yeah, I haven't built Legos since before I got married, so it was a nice little thing. Well, I guess that's not entirely true, but it yeah. is true at the same time because I built little, uh, I think they were like called mini oh, blocks yeah. or something. But Yeah, yeah. Um, the little but, tiny, like the nano block things or whatever. Yeah, nano cubes. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to Jesus. Yeah, I derailed. He no, did derail did. by using desk te- desk I did it. Uh, did desktop it. toys. Desktop stuff. Oh, I, I got more. No, no. All right. So the parable of the weeds. This was All Will's right. idea, so we have to go with it. Uh, oh, that no, <laughs> we have to. No, no, no. As in, it, we can't derail further because oh, your idea. I, so you can't derail. I'm not, your I'm own not too committed idea. to my own idea. <laughs> yeah. 
No. So anyway, you're right. We should read it. Mark chapter 13, verses 24 yeah. to 30. Now, now, I also want to say in this chapter, there's one parable that you tend to hear a lot about like the, well, or a lot of these you hear a lot, but especially the one before it where it's yeah, the, the, sower. The, the sower and the different seeds, which we can get into, but I feel like that one's kind of told to death a lot. This mm-hmm. one is also very interesting. And he does give but the answer don't hear what it means. Too much. All right, uh, Will, uh, since it's your verses, you read. Okay. All right, sounds good. Parable of the Wheat and Weeds. Here's another story that Jesus told. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted good seed in his field. But that night, as the workers slept, his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat, then slipped away. When the crop began to grow and produce grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer's workers went to him and said, Sir, the field where you planted that good seed is full of weeds. Where did they come from? An enemy has done this, the farmer exclaimed. Should we pull out the weeds, they asked. No, he replied. You'll uproot the wheat if you do. Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them into bundles, and burn them, and to put the wheat in the barn. And Ooh. there's an explanation later, but I want I think we should talk about it first before we read the answer. Okay. I I got a pretty good imagery here. Okay. What you thinking? Uh, all right, so it says the kingdom of heaven uh-huh. is like a farmer who planted good seed in his fields. What is Ooh. his field? The entire earth. Sure. What are the seeds? Okay. Us. Okay. okay. So he planted grain, wheat, right? Mm-hmm. We are wheat. And then the weeds also grew. And when he said the farmer's workers, angels, yeah. Uh, we're like, yo, what's what's up with these weeds, man? Where'd they come from? And it, God was just like, yo, Satan up in here was like, let me go ahead and plant some weeds among the the wheat, so that way I can get things riled up. And you know, God is saying here not to pull out the weeds because if you do, you might lose some of the wheat. And what does that mean, Will? Well, I'm glad you asked. Here's what I interpret it meaning. If God was to take every bad thing out of our life, all the weeds that are dragging us down and stopping us from growing, then we wouldn't need him, and therefore we would be lost. That's an interesting that's an interesting perspective on that. So my perspective to summarize it up in a not so gangster way is to say that uh you know, God has made this beautiful earth, and mm-hmm. he's put us in it, and obviously Satan tries to attack us on the daily, and, you know, God could send in angels, he could step in himself anytime at any point in life, and take the take away what, you know, the devil is kind of put in our path, but to just take it up right then and there, and basically baby us the whole time we would then grow further from him because we would not rely on god Mm, okay so that's just what i gather from this but okay yep um okay yeah so that yeah i think that 
Yeah, you you've got it. You you've got the uh, the answer. I mean, I'll read the thing just so that our audience, mm-hmm. you know, will know that we're not just making stuff up. So yeah, uh, that's verse thirty six, and then, uh, blah 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 blah. Then leaving the crowds outside, Jesus went into the house. His disciples said, "Please explain to us the story of the weeds in the field." And so Jesus replied, "The Son of Man is the farmer who plants the good seed." The field is the world, and the good seed represents the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people who belong to the evil one. The enemy who planted the weeds among the wheat is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the harvesters are the angels. And just as the weeds are sorted out and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the world. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will remove from his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. And the angels will throw them into the fiery furnace. Where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in their father's kingdom. Anyone with with ears to hear should listen and understand. And so something I think is kind of interesting in his explanation is he doesn't uh, he doesn't talk much about like that part where he's saying like uh, should we pull should we uproot the wheat or like should we pull up the 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 weeds now? And he's like no, don't do that because you'll uproot the wheat if you do he doesn't really explain that part of it mm-hmm. so we know like all the what the symbols mean but then there's this there's still this bit of a message that we have to uh kind of talk about and figure out yeah. where it's like so why doesn't why doesn't god get rid of all the evil in the world which if if you're honest that's probably the biggest question and complaint people have against god and like is he real is he is he good the the you know it seems like the go-to argument is like, well, he allows all these evil things to happen. And so now we have a parable kind of talking about that, where it's like, if I really got rid of everything evil in the world right now, it would it would uproot all the good as well. Because since all of us have free will, like we're all doing bad, we're all doing evil things. And so like, I guess in my mind, I would imagine like, Say you have, like, a criminal who's doing all these terrible things. And so, you know, on the surface you might think, yeah, just get rid of him. Let him, let him die. It'll be fine. But what if that criminal has, like, a little kid? And that kid is actually, like, really good and, like, they're doing amazing things. Or they will do. But if, if, they're, if their criminal dad or whatever dies, now they're going to starve to death. And so it's like, you know, it's not as simple as we like to think of it. Where we're like, oh well, yeah, just, just do this one thing and everything will be fine. But God sees like butterfly the effect. Yeah, it's kind of like when we talk about Job, and where you know Job is like starting to complain to God, like you know why, you know, why is this happening to me when I didn't do anything wrong? Answer me. And God's like, do you see all of this? Do you see? all the things that I do and like how I feed the deer and wake up the turtles and make them go to the ocean and all these, you know, just very specific things. And so, you know, basically saying that we don't see the full picture like God does. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that applies to just about everything in life. Like, I feel like we can look at things such as, you know, like we were just talking about how uh, looking back at our friend group, how we used to yeah. hang out all the time, but now it's like, oh, we've grown apart. 
you know, some people we don't even talk to anymore, stuff like that. Uh, I mean, yeah. I moved away, stuff like that. Where big picture, you know, God's got plans for everybody in different places. And maybe those people were only in our life for a season. Yeah. And what that was is just like teaching moments, trials, and stuff like that, where it's like, mm -hmm. you know, for us in the moment, we don't really recognize those things, at least sometimes we don't. I feel be like prepared. as you... don't Don't forget your tent poles. Yeah, be prepared. <laughs> you get these little lessons in life through different things, and I guess the the thing that I guess you want to try to look out for is, you know, not to just let those moments pass by, but to actually um, kind of lean into those moments and uh, not to bring up just random things and call it call it uh, spiritual but like some things that i think about when i think back is mm -hmm. uh you know social media cell phones in general or the temptation to just stay home because playing video games is so much better than hanging out with people you know you get you get so many opportunities in life to have these conversations i mean if you really break things down into digits and whatnot you really don't have but so much uh, opportunities in your life to have conversations with people to have fellowship to read the word of god and to have these little moments of learning um mm -hmm. like even this podcast i mean we we do it once a week mm -hmm. how many weeks are in a year 52, 52. So that's 52 episodes of a podcast, if yep. we even meet all those 52 yep. days. Roughly 52 uh, hours. Yep, roughly 52 hours, and spread among, amongst however many years that we do this podcast, you know? Yeah. That's really not a whole lot. There's 365 days in a year, and that flies <laughs> by all on its own. <laughs> so I honestly thought you were about to do Phineas and Ferb for a minute. I was no, like, oh, no. he's going there. Four uh -oh. days of summer vacation. Oh, no, he's going anyway, <laughs> so I guess the point of this is to think is to, or for me, is you know cherish every moment that you have mm -hmm. with whoever or whatever it is that you're doing, and you know even in the moment if you're cherishing that moment because I know I cherished a lot of moments and still wasn't sure what was going on in the yeah. moment, but then you look back at those moments because you cherished them because you're so fond of them you know it may not be a lesson right there in the moment but down the road when you look back at those moments that you're so fond of uh you see all these little teachable moments that kind of subconsciously you know made their way into your mind as to you know what what being a christian is or what fellowship looks like or you know what love is like you know stuff like yeah. that so keep yeah. your eyes peeled mm -hmm. yeah and I, I would yeah yeah I'll let you finish no that's, i'm done okay yeah and i would say like yeah especially with like if you're in like if you have a a long-term goal that you're you're shooting for and you're kind of in that that in-between time it's very tempting to be like i just want to get this over with and be be done with this and reach where I'm trying to get, you know, say you're trying to get through school or you're trying to get through, you know, just whatever you got going on. 
but like you're saying, you want to you want to appreciate all the moments along the way, all the journeys, because really you can make it so much more enjoyable. Just you know, the cliche, oh, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. But you know, it it is true though. You know, you learn mm-hmm. so much more along the way. Yeah, um, especially if your mind and heart's in the right place. I mean, not to say that if you get distracted, you're doomed, because yeah. that's not the case. I mean, anything really is a teaching moment, even yeah. like the parts where you feel like you're at your lowest. And there's been a lot of times when I felt like I was at my lowest. Oh, yeah. You do the yeah, math, that doesn't really add up, because you can only be at your lowest at one point. But Unless it's progressively going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, even then, there's always a further down. Uh-huh. You know? You You've can't already be... reached your lowest. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, there's right. always something in there that you can learn from. And yeah. it's really up to you to kind of discern the goodness in that. I feel like it's so easy to kind of look at something and see the negative in it. The mm. first thing that comes to my mind is uh, arguing. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah, everybody hates to argue, everybody hates to get in fights. But most if you people. really think about it, uh most people, yeah, some people <laughs> out there probably we, we, do we like won't to get fight. Into that, but yeah. But uh um like it takes two to argue. It takes yeah. two to fight. It does. So if you take that first hit at you or that first, you know, mm. at you and you just like brush it off and come at them from a place of love, mm-hmm. then that argument's not going to take place or that fight's yeah. not going to happen. You know, like, people may think you less of you for it, but in the long run, it's not really about their opinions. It's like a kid throwing baloney at a wall, but it didn't stick and just fell right off. Yeah. <laughs> Let's use that. That, that's the analogy. Analogy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could say it's like a dartboard, but it hit one of the little metal in between things and it ricocheted back. Both of these are missed. <laughs> well, well, the reason I say is both of these are uh, true stories. But, yeah. Uh, I was in Jerry's office and one of those came flying back. It's like, that's why that's why I backed up. <laughs> I didn't want to be near you. <laughs> uh, I knew that yeah. was coming. But uh and the other one, my uncle threw a piece of bologna at one of my dad's friends, and he ducked, and the bologna went flying, and it stuck to the wall. And they, and they just were dying laughing. <laughs> I mean, what do you, what do, you do? Your, your three-year-old brother just threw bologna at you, and now it's stuck. Yeah. So, that is pretty funny. Yeah, so it's but, like but, you yeah. got you to gotta think about all these things in the moment, and I think that's kind of like what Jesus does with the Pharisees all I mean if you look at the conversations and the confrontations that Jesus mm-hmm. has the Pharisees usually come at him with accusations or harsh yeah. questions and then Jesus turns around and is like instead of just turning around and be like do you know who I am yeah. and striking like, him with lightning or whatever Jesus comes at him and he's like well let me explain it like this and he, you know kind of levels with mm-hmm. them you know, because really, Jesus could be like that if he really, really wanted to. Oh, yeah. But He called them, like, tombs full of dead bones and people. He's done that. Yeah. But most of the time, no. 
So it's like you, there's there's just different ways to handle things in life. I feel, I feel the easiest option is to, you know, take the negative road, just yeah. because that's the way life is. I mean, life's hard. If you yeah. look back in Genesis, the fall of man. I mean, life has changed so much between what God originally planned. And uh, let's see if I can even find. The fall of man. Um, mm -hmm. But like if you look at Genesis, right? And all yeah. the creation. I mean, God had so much planned for, mm -hmm. you know, this perfect world where man and animals and beautiful flowers and fruits and stuff. And then Satan comes in and sets the whole thing off course. And as mm -hmm. humans... We tend to blame each other, blame other things, yeah. don't take responsibility, and then we hide from beginning. our problems. And mm -hmm. it started way, way back then. You know, Adam and Eve were playing the blame game. Well, this we're snake playing the told, blame game. That woman you gave me told me to do it. Well, that snake told me to do it. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, mm -hmm. and then I think one of my favorite things in that whole story of the creation is, at one point they realized that they were wrong and they messed up and they tried to hide from god like a little kid would yeah. do i mean you see it all the crawl time in the bushes crawl into the bushes and hid from god i mean like as if you and can like, hide where are god. you hey guys where are you at i'm not mad just it's disappointed like, <laughs> it's like when a kid plays hide and seek and it's like you can't see me if i can't see you and they're just the entire body sticking out behind the chair yeah with their head like... hidden behind it that's kind of what i picture with them like I can see you out of that bush, you know. <laughs> You're right see there, you anywhere. So it's like you know, even from the beginning of time, we were destined to like have a hard time mm. looking at like we look at things negatively. The world's gonna be negative. Everything's gonna be bad because now we live in a sinful world. Yeah. That's just how it is. I mean, some people look at that and they think, well, you know, just like this verse says. Why not pick the weeds out and make everything perfect again? Because oh, I feel like in some kind of way, you could, God could start over. I mean, mm -hmm. he tried. He already tried once to He's start done it over. With, yeah, with the flood. And it just goes to show that a world of sin is a world of sin regardless of what you do. You could yeah. take out all the weeds. Everybody's gone. Yeah, because we've all you sinned. Can, We've all sinned, and that's just how it's going to be. But how you go about that is where, you know, the rubber meets the road and where you, you kind of start to, to outshine from this darkness and this world of sin that we live in. There's two, there's two options when it comes to, you know, living in this world, and that's follow God or not. Yep. There's an easier path, and then there's the right path. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite favorite things that a preacher has ever said is, you know, the classic, you know, uh, wide is the path to destruction and narrow is the path to righteousness. Mm -hmm. And some people are like, that makes it hard to find. Some people are like, that makes it hard to follow. And then the preacher that I like, I don't even know who it was, but he was just like, it just means it's simple, dude. You just <laughs> follow a small little path to God. You're and on a one-lane one road here, buddy. You're not on a highway. 
Right. It's a one-lane road. The wide path that you take to destruction, the reason why it's so destructive, is because you get so confused and lost in the ways, bro. It's a good way of talking about it, yeah. You follow the narrow path, it's going to be hard to get on, it's going to be hard to stay on because it's so narrow, but it's simple. It's straight, and it goes straight to God. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even Jesus... Off-ramps and mergers and clover leaves right and like that's been that's been like a thing for a while and you know uh you look back at the old testament and all the laws and stuff that you had to follow to be considered a christian or a follower of god to be righteous to be righteous and there's like 600 and some odd you know rules Mm -hmm. that you had to follow and then jesus came down not only to save us for our for our sins but he also came to simplify things yeah and you know people had gotten so lost in what it meant to be righteous and mm-hmm. you know that's where you get the pharisees that come in and they're like oh you know you have to be of this status and of this family mm-hmm. and of this blood and yeah you know all these things to be it, righteous yeah and it, it kind of reminds me of something that i've been noticing a lot as i go through my classes where jesus was saying when he would respond to the pharisees He's like, well, I want you to learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. And so, mm-hmm. like like you're saying, like with all of these rules that they were given, these were rules to help you be righteous, to be like God, and to to have the right intentions. But they they just started looking at it in terms of the what do I need to give up? What do I need to what do I need to do? And it's like, no, it's not about that. It's like I want. You, I don't want to punish you guys. I want you to be compassionate to one another, to be merciful mm-hmm. like I am. Right. We got so lost in those those rules and what it meant that we kind of started playing God ourselves yeah. back then, where it's like, oh, yeah, these are the people that are going to go to heaven, and this is why, you know, kind of life that they were living. And then Jesus came down and kind of hit the factory reset on the rules and he made everything so much easier by breaking it down to uh, to two things. You know, love God, love people, and everything else follows that. Yeah. You know? And now... It sounds... Now, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, and now, you know, he's actually living in us. And so he gives us the power to do those things. And that's, mm-hmm. why, that's why they failed so many times, because just on our, on our own, we can't do it. It's too high of a standard. Just for our own human nature. God makes us like him through his spirit. Through his spirit, we get power and authority Mm -hmm. to do those things. I mean, you can love people uh, with Jesus. You can, with the authority that he gives us, I mean, that's why we have preachers and baptisms and savings and stuff like that is because we have that authority and that ability to do that. Whereas back in the day, obviously nobody could save anybody because there was no being saved. Well, we don't save them. I should reword that a little bit because that sounds like we're doing all the work, but we're not. But uh, we have the ability to spread the word and... You know, anoint and pray and stuff like that because we have been given the authority and the power to do so. Whereas before, we just had ourselves yeah. against well, like, the world. Yeah, like we were talking about wheat. 
Yeah, now we get the opportunity to plant and to so to plant and to water. But God's the one that makes it grow. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we get to sometimes we get to have harvest and help someone get to you know come to know Christ and to be saved. But sometimes we don't. But we're still a part of the process. We're still mm -hmm. doing all all of that all of that work that God has given us to do. That's where you get your different people and all the different talents that you that people have. Mm -hmm. I feel like the biggest uh, I feel like the hardest thing that some people struggle with is the thought of um, or maybe not the thought of or the struggle, but I feel like something that can kind of get people down is like you were saying the 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 harvest not many people get the opportunity to be around to help somebody make that decision or mm -hmm. um I remember yeah I remember Chase telling the story of the first time a kid came up to him and said I think I want to you know I think I want Jesus I want to follow Jesus and Chase was just like you know, his heart just was like so full because oh, yeah. he's like, I get the opportunity, the privilege of helping this kid make that decision tonight to follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that could be uh, for some people who never get to experience that. It's like, oh, man, I wish I could, you know, help somebody like that. But we all play different roles in life, you know. Yeah. I mean, I what fills my heart and you know i tell chess this all the time is whenever i see a kid get baptized or mm -hmm. just to hear a kid saying you know i want to follow jesus i may not be the person that you know said the word right words to get them or help them along the way to accepting jesus but uh just to see the fact that you know they have made that choice and uh decided to publicly share that like dude that gets my heart freaking rolling yeah. Like every time we have baptisms at the church, it's like, yeah, it's nice to see people in general get baptized. But for me, when a kid gets baptized and yeah. they've made that decision at that age that they're going to follow Jesus and they're not just saying it privately that, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to follow God. They're going to say it publicly because it's now a accountability thing. That kid saying, I want to follow Jesus, and I want my church to keep me accountable. I want my church to lead me, uh, help me, you know, follow him and stuff like that. Then it's just like there's no other feeling in the world, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's extremely important, uh, I feel, regardless for people to uh, get baptized, but... Especially at a young age, if you're making that decision to follow Jesus, mm -hmm. why not take it the rest of the way and make it a public thing? Yeah. Then you know for sure, I mean, if you had any doubt in your mind that you were, like, following Jesus alone, you make that public statement and you've got that community behind your back. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I've been kind of just like talking and talking and talking. No, you're good. Yeah, um, I'm trying to. I don't know how to connect this in because I think the the conversation was maybe half an hour ago. But 
I remember uh, we were talking about like uh, I don't know about like conflict and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I remember like a quote that like it's not from the Bible or anything, but I just really like it. It's like someone was saying that uh, especially like if you want to be a leader, that uh, you need to be strong enough to be gentle. And I, the Bible talks about that about like meekness. And so, I don't know. It's kind of like, especially in our culture today, it's very looked down upon about, like, being gentle or being kind. Like, that's seen as being weak, almost. Like, you gotta mm-hmm. overpower everyone. You gotta be you gotta be the man, and, you know. Which alpha is male. basically just, yeah, alpha male. Like, like that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. But, really, if you look at Jesus, like, the way that he lived, because he is our, our target. He's what we should be like. He didn't like assert his authority, not in not to like lift himself up. He he only did it to lift up God, and to to help others to to turn from their sin. And so, otherwise, he was he was very gentle. He was very, you know, he didn't like put people down and stuff like that. He was very humble and like down to earth and. You know, when you think about that, a lot of that, you know, I, I like that way of putting it where it's like, be, you hear meek and it's like, okay, whatever, that gets a weird connotation in our English language, but to say like, strong enough to be gentle, I like that way of putting it because it, it shows, because when you think about it, it truly is like far easier to just kind of just lose it, to just unleash your wrath, but when you think about God, we have no idea how much patience he has shown to us and like how much, how much of the anger that he has towards our sin that he's held back. And so, cause he doesn't just see like all the, the stuff that we put on display, but he sees everything in the world, all the, the, the horrible, I mean, we can just watch like the news for a few minutes and start getting, getting pretty down, but he sees all of it. Even mm-hmm. like, what we think about, which can probably be even worse, honestly. Right. And so, just to think of like just how much, how much strength, how much strength of character God has, in not just letting us have it, but holding back and being, being gracious and kind to us. Like it's, I don't know, it's something that when you really think about, it, it's like it, it blows you away at like just how patient God truly is. Just how loving he is, right? Yeah, it takes a lot. Yeah, um, I think about that quite a bit sometimes. Like, how, like, I don't want to say like small and insignificant, you know, we are, but realistically speaking, we are small, (laughs) but God cares for us so much and is patient with us to a like extreme that we would like there's nothing that we can really do to compare mm-hmm. but it's everything that we can do to strive for yeah you know mm-hmm. um yeah well this has been a good talk i think yeah it's yeah. always hard because, like, you don't really want to end the conversation. Yeah. Because it's been, uh, you know, it's, it's, I like talking, especially yeah. about this stuff where 
you know, it's just important that we grasp what 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 Jesus is saying and who Jesus is. But then yeah. at the same time, it's like, well, we've been talking for an hour, and <laughs> and I have a a natural end to the conversation coming up in probably a few minutes here. Yeah, a very natural end to it. I'll put it that uh, way. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I I think I know where that's coming yeah. from. I ate that but anyway, giant sub. Ooh. It's got to come out somewhere. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. A uh, few footnotes, I guess. Just to leave you... <laughs> 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 something to just leave you guys with is just a summary. Just uh, know that you know God loves you. Jesus loves you, and there's a reason for the trials and the. The, the sad times in life, the hard times in life, because if everything was just as easy as can be, there would be no reason for God. So in those times and in those moments, really at any time and in any moment, remember God's with you. He loves you. And there's something that he's trying to teach you in those moments. Uh, in times where you feel like, you know, you're not being recognized, God's trying to teach you to be humble. It's not about being prideful. It's not about, you know, boasting yourself up. Like Will was saying, Jesus didn't come and, you know, raise himself up on a pedestal. He put God at the forefront and his love mm -hmm. for people on the forefront. So there's been tons of times where I wish I got recognized for stuff, but then I remembered it's not about me. It's not about what the world... It's not about the world seeing me. It's about the world seeing God. Um, and it takes a lot to just like let that be the case because our human minds want us to be, you know, me, 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 me. I did that. Look at me. I mean, yeah. you know, so God's teaching stuff all the time. Keep your eyes and ears open and your hearts open for him. And yeah. if you haven't already accepted Jesus, well, the offer is free mm -hmm. and it's a pretty simple path to follow yep. you just gotta follow it and trust him so yep. will will you close us in prayer all right dear lord thank you for this night that you've given us thank you for the opportunity to to get together and to, to talk about you and to you know to kind of ponder about what your word means and the, what message you have for us and how, how we should live because of it, Lord. I thank you for, uh, for all those that can, can benefit from, uh, hearing our conversation here. And, uh, Lord, I ask that you would continue to, to move in their hearts, Lord, in our hearts as well and spark questions for us to seek out, help us to, to come to know you better, Lord. Lord, I thank you for, uh, I thank you for the opportunity to be able to, to put out all of this through the, the technology that you've provided us, Lord, through all the smart people in the world. And I ask that you'd help us to, to be wise with with the talents and abilities you've given us so that we can do good rather than harm. I ask that you'd uh, help us to have a, a good rest of the evening, help all the, all the listeners to have a good day, and to keep their eyes open for all the opportunities you give them to, to, do, to do your work in the world, Lord. And and help us all to make the most of every opportunity, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
Thank you guys again for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed. And we will catch you guys in the next episode. All right. See you guys. See you guys later. I was about to burp when I said that. Oh, goodbye. (laughs) Bye.